So Hannah, as we have previously discussed, we are in spooky season. Very, very spooky season. Yeah, and I I did something a little spooky last night. Haunted corn maze? Yes. Mm. Yes, it was a haunted corn maze. But this was a experience, Hannah. So I went with a few coworkers, one of who is someone who scares very easily and had never been to a haunted anything type of experience, very much like you. Yes. Um, <laughs> reacted in ways similar to what you would, which was very entertaining. But so we found this place online that was about a 40 minute drive away, middle of nowhere, cornfields, farms, you know, rural Michigan, good times. Gotta love it. So, you know, we had some dinner beforehand, had like a margarita, get hyped up, getting ready for this, the spookiness of everything. And so we get there and it's like busy. There are a lot of people there. So we're like, well, where's even the line? Like, where do we go? Mm-hmm. And we asked these people and we're like, well, how long have you been waiting in line for? And they're like, oh, that we've been here for about an hour. All right. Like, you know, we drove all the way out here. We're going to do it. It was like 830. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to not do it, you know. So we end up finding the end of the line. <sighs> in total, we were in line for about three hours. Three hours, Hannah. The place closed at 11. We did not leave until 1230. They clearly were not prepared for the amount of people that showed up. Because there were lines to an extent, and then after that, they just kind of had a line up around, like, a grass field, like, in a square. So, you know, we're standing in line. We're waiting. It's outside. It's a little chilly, because we're mm-hmm. finally in, like, fall weather, so it's probably high 40s, low 50s, right around there. And the people in front of us were chain-smoking. <laughs> Four people. All smoking. Not at the same time. They couldn't just all smoke at the same time. They had to smoke in shifts. <laughs> I think my cork accounted one guy smoked over six cigarettes in two hours. And because it's windy and because we're in a closer proximity in a line, we can't, like, get essentially breathing in smoke constantly. Right. And I have a little sensitive nose, you know, a little bloodhound nose. And so my eyes and sinuses were very, very irritated. Waiting in line, of course, there are annoying high schoolers and Mm -hmm. young children because... Because, yeah. Because it's a weekend and it's fall and what else are kids going to do who live in the (laughs) the middle of nowhere? And I got to tell you, Hannah, if I have to hear the phrase, shit grandma, one more time, I don't know what I'm going to do. Apparently, that was the phrase of the night that these children were all saying. What was it? Shit grandma. But very enunciated. Like, shit grandma. Like that. And I was like, I don't get it. I'm too old. I don't understand what's happening. It's those Zoomers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ruin everything. (laughs) But eventually, we get to this corn maze. Now, Hannah, I don't know if you remember what our corn maze experience was like. I mean, I peed my pants, so I do remember. (laughs) The one we did was just a corn maze. There was only corn and people running around chasing you with chainsaws. Correct. This one was a mixture of haunted house and corn maze. No, no. There were buildings you had to go through. They were like, you know, those construction site, like small buildings or like extra school rooms um, that were placed at various points throughout this maze. 
the worst one. You would have ha- you would have hated two of them. We <laughs> skipped one of them, but you would have hated this one. So it was a a big metal cylinder filled with smoke, just thick oh smoke, and you can't oh see God. anything. No. So we walk into it. These people had gone in in front of us. We're walking through. All of a sudden, we get to a point where they're like, it's a dead end. So we can't see anything. We just hear them say, it's a dead end. So they start to turn around. We start to turn around. There's a clown behind us who's, like, (laughs) blocking the way. And then we, like, had to walk back into just this thick smog. Can't see anything. We can't see the exit. We're just like, okay, where are we going? Like, trying to make our way out. It It was not pleasant. I was not really startled anywhere within the corn maze. I was having entertainment and joy watching my coworker mm-hmm. become startled and fear. Right. The fear running through her made me laugh uh, uncontrollably at times. <laughs> it was an experience, and then we had to drive back. And all in all, I was like, "Oh, I did not, <laughs> did not drink enough for this." Was it worth the three-hour wait? Um, I mean, it was fun, but. If we would have known it would have been that long of a wait, we would have gotten there earlier. Right. It brought about an interesting point that we were talking about. When my coworkers was like, you know, I always, like, wonder why people wait in lines. Why would someone wait in, like, hours-long line queuing for something, you know, like at an amusement park or something like that? But then we're also doing that right now. And I was like, I think there's, like, some aspect of it where it's like once you're in the line and you like have been waiting it's almost like you can't leave because then it feels like a waste right right you are past the point where you can't be patient but you're like i'm already in this line i might as well wait it out even though it ended up being three hours like i think it's like the equivalent of when you're kind of invested in a tv show and it goes downhill but you feel obligated to finish it because you've already spent time watching it yeah I feel like it's kind of like that. Or it's like, I also think part of it is just like, you want to be a part of the experience. Yeah. You see other people waiting, so you're like, oh, well, I'm not crazy for waiting because all these other people are waiting too. Right. So I think it's a mixture of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I guess it's nice that they didn't just have the corn maze itself and that they had like extra. Yeah. There was other stuff going on. Um, They also had a haunted forest as well. Oh, no, no. Yeah. But it was creepy because it was it was almost a full moon. It was partly cloudy, so you could still mm-hmm. see, but not a lot. You know, good atmosphere, good sp- spookiness. I feel thoroughly ready for Halloween. That's good. Ready to go. compose myself all right do do <laughs> what are you trying to, to i was hum? gonna do the intro oh god okay all right try again no i'm not doing it no you have to okay i'm trying to think how it goes <laughs> i messed up you're also off key too. I can't. <laughs> Welcome. This is Research Rank Repeat. 
This is Hannah. This is Alyssa. And that was a beautiful arrangement of the theme song for the hit show, The Office. The Office. Now, this is fun because we've been wanting to do something with The Office since Mm -hmm. before we started this podcast, but we decided that since it's Halloween, spooky season, why Mm -hmm. don't we go through and rank and research every Halloween episode of The Office? So that's what we've done. We went through and we watched five episodes. Yes. There technically are six episodes that had Halloween themes. Right. So season six, episode eight, Koi Pond, does have the the cold open, the original cold open was Halloween themed. And during the open, like Michael creates a sort of haunted maze for people to go through in the warehouse and at some point like part of the haunted maze like he fakes his own suicide clearly that can be a problematic thing right and so nbc after that it aired they decided to get rid of that cold open from streaming services even because we have the dvds the dvd does not include it either so it's just basically wiped from the platform and since it didn't have halloween in it we decided not to include that episode just because there's no elements of halloween in it past the intro so yeah we decided to not include it if you were curious or if you remembered that opening i don't remember that opening because we were watching the show at that time the i do remember because i saw a still where jim has book written across his face oh okay and I remember specifically that, so I'm sure we, when we watched it originally, I'm sure we saw it. Now, I thought about, instead of doing that one, <laughs> including the one where Jim pretends he was bitten by a bat and is turning <laughs> into a vampire, because that does have spooky themes to it, but then I didn't yeah. want to add another episode, so I decided to not suggest that. That's fair. But speaking of that episode, that was actually the first episode of The Office that I remember watching. We were at our cousin's house for some thing, probably some family event, and we were in their basement and um, one of our cousins was watching The Office and it was season three and it was a string of episodes, but specifically the one, that episode with the bat is the one that I like remember watching. Right. I do too. And then I think we started actively watching it as it was airing in season five. Does that sound right? Yeah, because we started to buy the DVDs to catch up and to watch the seasons we had missed. But yeah, I think around five. But yeah, um, just a brief overview of The Office for people who are not familiar with it. Um, The Office is actually based off a British TV show called The Office. And the U.S. version ran from 2005 to 2013, so nine seasons, 201 episodes in total. It is a sitcom comedy based on the American office workplace, and it follows the lives of office employees in Scranton, Pennsylvania at Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. When it was brought to the U.S., it was developed by Greg Daniels, and then Ricky Gervais or Stephen Merchant? Well, Ricky Gervais was, but was also played, the character 
Michael Scott is based off of in the British version. Right. And then I think Stephen Merchant created the sh- He also was um, producing and like creating right. the show as well. I think he was a writer, a writer for it. Okay. But basically when it was brought to the US, the first season wasn't necessarily what you consider like a success. The humor was a bit hard for, I think, people to get behind. And I was reading something. They actually attributed a lot of part of the reason why they think the show got another season was because of how well it did on iTunes sales, which is interesting because we bought quite a few episodes of The Office off of iTunes. We had many episodes of The Office. We had probably five or six. Right. Yeah. Um, But so the show kind of took off for the next couple of seasons and it was nominated for 42 Emmys. They ended up having five wins. And then Steve Carell won a Golden Globe for best actor in like a comedy. I think it was a comedy or drama series. Yeah. And despite having drops in ratings in later seasons, um, in 2011, it was estimated that um it cost one hundred seventy eight thousand dollars to for companies to have like a 30 second commercial during the show which was at that time the most for any nbc scripted series so even in their towards the tail end when they weren't maybe as getting as many viewers and stuff they were still a highly sought after show to like be advertised on but yeah i mean that's that's all i have basically for the show itself so I have a little bit of background um, specifically about our first episode. So the okay. first episode that focuses on Halloween is from season two, episode five, and it is called Halloween. So if you're not aware, there is a podcast called Office Ladies that's run by Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, who played mm-hmm. Pam and Angela in The Office. They were the actresses who played those characters. And so they are going through and covering every single episode in order Now, I don't think they're caught up to season seven. I did kind of Mm -hmm. look, but the last I remembered, they were around like season five. So things that I thought were interesting. So they had Creed on as a guest. Um, So this was actually his first speaking role, planned speaking role in an episode. Previously, he had just been a background character and he talked in one of the episodes in the background, but he wasn't supposed to because he wasn't being paid for that. And so apparently they were trying to figure out someone to fire because they wanted to have the basis of this episode be firing someone on Halloween and there were two actors who were background actors and so they had to pick between the two of them so if you wanted to hear more specifically about that episode it's um on Spotify or iTunes or wherever else you listen to podcasts so the guy who ends up getting fired Devin is the character and I believe his name is actually Devin in real life too I think so um, he ended up having like a theater contract, so that was part of the reason why they decided to fire him over Creed. Uh, this episode is written by Greg Daniels. It's directed by Paul Feig, and it had 8 million viewers. Um, aired on October 18th of 2005. So we decided to write descriptions again because, you know, love to show our talents. Oh, yeah. So I have a description. Paper mache, three-hole punch man, and a Sith Lord. It's spooky season, as Michael decides the best way to celebrate Halloween is to fire an employee, despite having the entire month of October to do that task. Michael goes back and forth on two employees before deciding who to fire, but hopes he can remain friends with the man. 
I think that there's definitely still some of that like cringe, like uncomfortable humor in this episode. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which it still was present in a lot of the earlier seasons, specifically season two, I would say. But I think that season two for me was definitely like where the show started to find its footing. A lot of like the really comedic humor is present in this episode. Yeah, I think that especially in a lot of the earlier seasons, you get these concepts that the writers, I know they, um, because Greg Daniels wrote this, I know he had mentioned that he really wanted to write an episode where a boss has to fire someone and he doesn't Mm want to do it. But that he liked the idea of having everyone be in costume. Like, it's supposed to be, like, a fun occasion and he has to do this. And I think that's a really good, really can be done really funnily or in a very funny manner. Because there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of, like, cringy elements to it. Because Mm -hmm. he goes to fire Creed and Creed talks him out of it. He's like, you don't have to do this. We can fight it together. And essentially, like, talks him out of... He's like, you want to leave? And he's like, no, I, I like it here. I want to stay here. And then ends up firing Devin. And so Devin leaves and he tells people, he's like, meet me at Port Richards, which is a, a, a reoccurring bar in the series for a drink. And doesn't invite a few specific people. He doesn't invite Dwight, Angela, and I think it was... And it's clearly Michael. Yeah. But maybe also Toby as well. And Creed. Oh, and Creed, right. Okay. Interesting because you get this whole episode of him being like a just like really much of an asshole and a jerk. And then you get this final scene with him where he's in his condo like alone and the doorbell rings and it's kids trick or treating. And he comes out and he's like, you know, the candy falls on the floor and he's like, oh, you guys can take all that. So it's like they find a way, which something that I really appreciate that The Office did is they always found a way to humanize Michael. Yeah. And, like, to, even if he was, like, a horrible, like, just jerk all day, like, they always tried to find a way to kind of bring him back and to make him likable. Right. Which is hard to do when you write a character in the way they used to write him. Yeah, you can definitely see, like, yeah, that humanity element of him just, like, having, like, the time of his life, like, giving candy to Mm -hmm. these kids and, like, lights up and... So I forgot to mention, for this episode, we're gonna do what our favorite costume was from the episode... Uh, favorite moment and then if we had like a favorite line as well right yep so i think i think my favorite costume actually is jim's three hole punch <laughs> like literally it's just him wearing a white shirt with three pieces of paper as a hole punch and i think the reason why i like it is because to me out of pretty much all the costumes they ever had in the office that one is the most the one that always sticks in my head it's the most memorable and i know people like used to dress up as three-hole punch Jim for Halloween. Like, that was a thing. I would say out of all the costumes from the show, that's definitely the most iconic, mm-hmm. for sure. I think my favorite is actually Michael's, the paper mache head. I just, like, I just think it's funny. Like, going into my favorite moment, there's this back-and-forth exchange between Dwight and Michael <laughs> where he's, like, he's, like, oh, he's, like, talking to his head, and he's, like, he's, like, you tell him. He's, like you know, what was that? Like, you think I should fire him? And Dwight's like, no, not me. <laughs> and I just think it's it's really, really funny and well done. And I think that, like, that element adds to, like, the comedy of this episode. For sure. Um, so favorite moment I actually did, it was a conversation at the beginning between Michael and Jan's secretary. I love that, too. <laughs> it was so, it was such good, like, comedic, like, just everything. And 
he's talking to Jan's secretary and he's like, well, who do you think I should fire? Like all this stuff. And, and then she, he thinks she hangs up and he goes, I wish I could fire her. And she's like, I'm still here, Michael. And he's like, oh, it's just, it was really funny. And I was like, those are one of those like scenes where they don't try to do a lot, but it just really works. Yeah. Her deadpanness really worked in that yeah. scene. So my favorite line um, comes from Michael and it's while he's trying to fire Creed. And he goes, and it's a talking head, and he goes, yeah, I went hunting once, uh, shot shot the deer in a leg, had to kill it with a shovel, took about an hour. Why do you ask? <laughs> and I'm like, that's just like, I don't know, just the way it was delivered. Steve Carell has a way of like delivering lines and I don't know, this cadence that like lends to really good humor. Yeah. I think that's one of those moments where- yeah. Um, I, so my favorite line I just did, it's, it's from Dwight and it's just when he's like, quiet you, <laughs> when he's talking to the paper mache head. Yeah. When he's a Sith Lord. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that exchange. All right. The next, the second episode is season five, episode six called employee transfer. It's directed by David Rogers and it was written by Anthony Farrell um, it released on October 30th, 2008, and it had 9.32 million viewers. It was voted the fourth lowest episode out of 26 from the fifth season. And I just thought it was interesting, too, that they went three years without a Halloween episode. Yeah, and honestly, this isn't... Having watched it, I don't know that I would consider it a Halloween episode. No, I wasn't aware that it was just the cold open. Yeah. It's Halloween. So here's my summary. A Halloween event lasts for three minutes, and then we have to sit through a road trip, a breakup, a prank, and a Dwight and Andy feud. It has little to do with spooky season and more to do with interpersonal relationships. So I I really like the cold open. I think it's mm-hmm. it, it's very memorable because when I was thinking of Halloween episodes, I had a very specific memory of all the Jokers. Like when mm-hmm. everyone shows up dressed as Joker and and when Kevin's like, damn it, Creed, I spent four <laughs> hours on it this morning. And so I think like as a Halloween bit, it really works and it's funny, but it, it then leads to, as you said, one of the lowest epi- rated episodes of the yeah. season. It was... I remember watching this episode and it's not an episode I would go back to to watch because there's not, it's not really funny. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Like it's essentially a breakup, like a long distance relationship not working out and you kind of just watch a relationship fall apart in 30 minutes or 22 minutes or whatever. And then like both the side plots are not that great either like no. you got pam and jim meeting like his brothers and like they're doing like a prank but it's really mean-spirited and just like yeah. really uncomfortable and then andy and dwight's back and forth is is fine but like not that funny yeah i mean i think i i think actually it's interesting that you said that because i think if i'm just counting the halloween portion it might be my favorite like halloween thing they've done on yeah. the show yeah because i think it's got some of the best costumes i love pam dressing up as Charlie Chaplin and going to corporate not realizing no one else dresses up and then she's like I can't even take my hat off because then I'll be Hitler which happened to be my favorite line I think the the issue is that it's just a such a small segment and it's not Mm -hmm. really it's not relevant to the plot of the episode so I I was definitely struggling a little bit watching this one 
Yeah, I don't think I realized going into it that it was going to be... Like, when I realized it was employee transfer, I knew what that yeah, episode was. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I don't remember Halloween. And then I was like, oh, because it's literally two minutes. Right. So, for my favorite costume, I have a tie. I really like Creed's Joker, specifically, because the way he comes in, like, he he just, like, has the demeanor down and, like, looks the part. And I love... I also love that... Um, uh, Kevin and Dwight are also that as well. But then I also really like Andy's. I think he's supposed to be a Thundercat. Mm-hmm. Like his costume. They're just like, they went very elaborate with that. Like just for that one little small segment. So I liked both of those a lot. Yeah, I would say um, Creed as the Joker. He just like embodied the character. I also like Kelly doing C- Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> like, like honestly, the costumes were really solid for a, such a small segment. Um, so my favorite moment of the episode, I picked one not related to the Halloween bit. It's when um, Michael and Holly are having like, I don't know, they're kind of coming to the conclusion that they're not going to be together, like the long distance is going to work. And Daryl's like trying to get someone to talk to him on the phone. He's just like trying to get out of the situation. He's like, can you call me back and tell me about that story you wanted me to tell you about? He's like, please, please call me back. Yeah. I just like thought that moment was really funny that added like some humor that I liked Yeah, I um, I did a Daryl moment as well. It's just at the end when he's trying to cheer Michael up because I just think like he can tell Michael's just not having not having a good time and he's yeah. trying to be there like a friend for him, even though Michael's just like screwed daryl over the entire series but yeah my favorite line um so it's during the dwight and andy exchange i just like that they're having like a back and forth just like while he's interviewing him because dwight's like i'm gonna go to cornell and he's like okay i'll interview you then he's just like the interviewer's head is shaped like a trapezoid (laughs) (laughs) i just liked that line for some reason that's funny funny yeah all right that's pretty much all i got on that all right. All right. So then we move into. Okay, wait. Hold on. Skipping that. It's... I wrote down the Koi Pond stuff. Oh, and then yeah. I realized. Season seven is where we're at. Okay. Now. So we go to season seven, episode six, costume contest. This was directed by Dean Holland, written by Justin Spitzer. Spitzer? I think it's Spitzer. Spitzer. Um, it aired on October 28, 2010, had 8.7 million viewers. And uh, one thing I read about this episode, or this, I guess the season in general, um, since this season was going to be the last season Steve Crow was in, the writers kind of used the first half of the season to celebrate his character, but also highlight different actors on the show. So this episode, they mentioned that Daryl was kind of the spotlight mm-hmm. actor. Yeah. I think kind of trying to give, because they knew their main person was leaving, and they need the ensemble cast to kind of get chances to be able shine. to to shine t- yeah to shine yes that's yeah that was all the background i have but okay. i do have a description or a summary i should say lady gaga popeye and the scranton strangler when a coupon book is offered as the costume contest prize the workers go to extremes to ensure they win in typical fashion the one man who doesn't want to win the prize ends up winning anyways i will say I think the story really works in this episode. I do too. I think out of all the episodes, storylines, this was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's this element of like, hey, if you, whoever's costume is the best, like you're going to win this coupon book with tons of savings and people, you know, Oscar's like the voice of reason, like, you know, you 
don't get that money. Like, you have to spend this amount of money to save that amount of money. People are treating it like you're winning, like, $100,000 or whatever. But I like that it makes people feel the need to, like, up their costumes. Like, changing midday, getting new costumes. You see, like, Angela just as, like, a sexy nurse because she's Mm -hmm. like, this is what's popular, so, like, I gotta do it. I definitely laughed a lot during this episode. There was a couple different moments. Like, a lot of the, like, Kevin, Gabe, Michael stuff was really funny. Yeah, it was. I even liked, like, Daryl and Michael kind of having indifferences. I mean, obviously, Michael acts like a child and... Typical fashion. And, like, at one point, Kelly's like, can we just have, a like, a party where you don't ruin it with your selfish, like, whatever. Right. Um, but, yeah, there was a lot of, like, funny moments. And, like, if you're a Jim Pam fan, like, it's a cute episode for them because, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's conflict with them. And um, Jim is, like, notoriously known for not wanting to wear costumes and ends up wearing one at the end for Pam. Right. And so I just think it's, like, a, overall, it's, like, a really solid episode. Yeah, I really liked it as well. I thought it was really good. I forgot how funny Gabe is. Yeah. <laughs> like, in retrospect, because he he doesn't show up. And I think season seven is the first season he's in. I think so, too. Um, and I, like, loved all the scenes he was in. Um, yeah. And just, like, yeah, all the character dynamics I thought worked really well together in this one. Yeah, for sure. So, favorite costume, I had to go with Dwight as the Scranton Strangler, but I do give Gabe a shout out for doing Lady Gaga. Yeah, my favorite was, I really liked Gabe as Lady Gaga, and I also really liked Kelly's second costume. It's like the Willy Wonka themed Mm -hmm. one. I liked that one as well. (laughs) It was hard. I actually had a couple different lines that I was choosing between. The one I picked, though, is Michael saying, I just made Kevin cry and Gabe looks like Lady Gaga. That's not Halloween. (laughs) That's the line I picked. The exact same line I picked. He's like, that's not Halloween. Yeah. (laughs) I did. I did. There's a line I never noticed before, but it was Michael. And he said, what is taking someone from behind? (laughs) I was like, oh, God. Yeah. But yeah, I think my favorite moment is when Aaron's doing the apple bobbing and <laughs> she's, she's like been, I ate too <laughs> she's like she's been under for like 60 yeah. seconds and Oscar's like she hasn't moved and they pull her up she goes I ate two whole apples yeah. oh my god I know that's funny I had remembered that scene I yeah. I thought about that one I ended up picking the exchange between Kevin Gabe and Michael where yeah. Kevin's like Gabe asked me if I knew any cool dance moves and I was just yeah. telling him about it. it's just and yeah then, and then he's like fuck you Gabe yeah <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was good. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. So now we have season eight, episode five, titled Spooked. So this one was um, directed by Randall Einhorn, written by Carrie Kemper, who's actually Ellie Kemper's sister. Oh. Who plays Aaron. Her sister was yeah. a staff writer on The Office in later seasons. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And also um, Toby's... Uh, Paul F- uh, Lieberstein. Yeah, his brother wrote Koi Pond. Okay. Yeah. It aired October 27th, 2011, and had 5.53 million views. All right, so now time for a summary. It's time for a Halloween party where Aaron is in charge. (laughs) Where Aaron is in charge. But things get awkward when Andy is unhappy. Robert California delves into people's fears. Gabe tries to make things sexy. And his baby would say, bitch, I'm fine. This is like, it's so weird because 
there were some really funny moments, but also I was like really mad with a lot of characters. Yeah. Like Andy's just annoying. Jim like not being okay with Pam thinking ghosts are real. I'm like, does it really matter? I know. And there was just a lot of stuff that I thought was like, like almost filler. It didn't feel like the subplots were that strong but I also there were some like really funny moments like I I was laughing a lot I do think though that this was one of the weaker costume episodes yeah I agree I yeah I don't think the costumes were were super great this episode um but I but I do agree I think there were some really really funny moments I like I remember watching it I really didn't like Robert California when it was Mm -hmm. airing but like now because I, I haven't seen or rewatched a lot of the later seasons. Most of the episodes that I've seen um, more recently are, you know, seasons two through, like, six. Mm-hmm. Since, like, the initial run through. So I actually find I liked him more than I thought I did. I like him more than, than I remember. But also it might have been because I was in high school when this was airing. So Right. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Oh, I did like Meredith being at the royal wedding. <laughs> I did too. Yes, where they're like, "Why can't we have?" We're like, "Why can't we have two Kate Middletons?" And then <laughs> yeah, she's like, "I was at the royal wedding." <laughs> yeah. Um. Do, who's your favorite? Or what was your favorite costume? So I actually like Dwight's costume the best. Mm-hmm. He plays um someone named Kerrigan from Starcraft. Yes. Um, which I think is a video game. I think Austin used to play Starcraft. Yeah, it, it's a computer game. I think. And I just liked the exchange with him and toby before where he's like every year i take away dwight's weapons and he's like i'm gonna kill you and then it's like and then i'm still alive by halloween so yeah (laughs) or by thanksgiving so everything's fine but i liked that he was like censored because he couldn't have weapons with his costume yeah the part where they're showing him taking the weapons and there's one where he's riding around on a bike with a saw and he's like chasing after him it's funny yeah i agree what's the guy's name from yeah from saw yeah I don't know. Jigsaw. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah, I would say uh Dwight was my favorite. I just think also he was like the only one who put in a lot of effort into his costume it seemed like. Yeah. Yeah. Um what was your favorite line, favorite moment? So, my favorite line is when Ka- um Aaron goes to Gabe because she's trying to like make the Halloween party less like kiddish and she's like, "Do you like have any ideas how to make He's like, "I want it to be more like adult, like more like scary and sexy and Gabe just goes I will make this sexier than you could even imagine and Aaron's like nope just just scary like just scary like that's all we need and I just like liked the delivery of that I thought it was funny especially coming from Gabe yeah um I think mine when Gabe makes this like horrifying Halloween video <laughs> and it's like super creepy and then all of a sudden this woman po- pops up eating soup and Oscar's like is that my grandmother <laughs> yeah and then he's just in the back of Stanley's car he's like how did you get in my car <laughs> I did too. I thought that was funny. Yeah. So my favorite moment is I like when um, Robert goes back to the annex and it's um, Kelly and Toby and Gabe. And they're like, Toby and I did this costume. Like, we planned this costume. Gabe's like, yeah. And I just saw them doing it and also joined in. And they did like a little dance. And then Robert's like getting, asking Kelly about her worst fears. And he's like, how about you, Toby? How are you? And he's like, great. I'm great. (laughs) And I just like liked that segment. I thought it was really funny and well done. Yeah, uh, my favorite moment is, is it was after Robert told that story and it's like <laughs> Jim's face afterwards when the kid starts to laughing. It's just 
priceless because literally yeah jim's face was funny robert's like tells the story and then he's like baby turned to mother and said i'm fine bitch and jim's (laughs) face is just like (laughs) so good okay and now we have our last episode season nine episode five titled here comes trouble it was directed by claire scal wait hold on hold on directed by claire scanlon written by owen ellickson released on october 25th 2012 and it had four million viewers summary in a plot no one asked for andy tries to relive his college acapella days as he is sabotaged by his rival aka stephen colbert broccoli rob broccoli rob a halloween party occurs Affairs are had, and Creed definitely murdered someone. (laughs) Yeah, I... Man, I forgot how horrible Andy gets as the show goes on. Man, it's rough. It's, um... Because when Andy first started, he was, like, annoying, but it it worked. The comedy was there. It was annoying, but to an extent. Like, he wasn't mean Mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, he because he becomes the new manager and all of a sudden he gets a lot of the focus of the show and it just it doesn't work it doesn't work in the way that it worked for michael like and then we also have the pam and jim subplot where they starting to have mm -hmm. problems and i hate i still don't like that subplot i still was it's just like hard to watch and i and i don't like that and i don't know i i it just like there wasn't enough going on within the episode to keep me entertained no i I think the characters that really shown are like a lot of the characters who don't necessarily get a lot of screen time like i thought meredith creed like oscar they were kind and uh even nelly wasn't too bad like i think a lot of those characters were what drove it for me but yeah the the plot just wasn't there honestly i don't really have much else to say i don't really either okay um i think my favorite costume was actually meredith she dressed up as Black Widow. And it's interesting because usually her costumes, like, there's no, like, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of effort put into it. And I actually thought she looked really good in this costume. And I was I like, oh, too. that's nice. I didn't pick her, but she would have been my my second choice. I really liked that as well. I ended up picking um, Nellie dressed as Toby. Yeah. <laughs> sexy Toby. Just because you get that horribly awkward interaction where, like, Toby's, like, looks like he's going to try to kiss her. And she's just, like, uh, like, it's just, like, so awkward. And, yeah um i think my favorite line was actually meredith um dwight puts the a pill out to try and like catch whoever the person is who's taking the pills Mm -hmm. and he puts a net over her head and she's like don't dog catch me stop bagging my head and it's like from when he catches her in the vampire the with the the bat bat episode yeah yeah Yeah. i thought that was a nice callback so my favorite line it's from creed and so (laughs) pete he's like i didn't realize people dressed up for halloween creed's like yeah me either and he's like it's halloween that is really really good timing and he's like covered in like spattered blood creed's one-liners are always really entertaining so i like that one as well yeah i'd put that as my favorite moment just the whole interaction where he's literally like oh that's good timing and he's literally i'm like he definitely just murdered someone this morning yeah my favorite moment i really liked the cold open where Dwight has a pumpkin on his head and then he mm-hmm. can't get it off and they're trying to like explore how to get the pumpkin off and I thought that was well done. I really liked it. Yeah, that was good. Solid. Solid episode. All right, um, I guess we can rank them now. Yeah. Number five, I had to do employee transfer. 
which is simply based off the fact that there was only like a three minute segment of Halloween in it. Even though I liked that segment, I couldn't justify putting it any higher. Yeah, I also put employee transfer as number five for the same reasons. I I really liked the Halloween segment, but it just, it was very, very small part of the episode. So out of principle, it had to be last. Yeah. Number four, I went with Here Comes Trouble. I just think that it, it doesn't work. The plot doesn't work. There were good moments, but I just don't think as a whole the episode, it, it doesn't flow well and Andy being the focus of the episode doesn't help it. I also put Here Comes Trouble as number four. I just didn't really enjoy the subplots and I didn't think it was a super strong, well done episode. Number three, I went with Spooked. I think there were good moments, like really good comedic moments. I think the side story was pretty weak though. And I think there's two better episodes done. I also put Spooked as number three. Um, Yeah, I think like some of the humor is the best in this episode. I really, really thought some of the humor was really well done. I thought Aaron had a really good episode with this one. But I agree. I think there's two better episodes. This one was tough. I kind of went back and forth. But I I put number two, I put Costume Contest. And while I think that this one is probably the better story, I think the nostalgia of the first one is kind of what drove me to pick that as number one. They have really good costumes. Uh, It's funny. I think the side story works well. And I think strongest story out of all the episodes. So I also had a really hard time picking between the two, but I went opposite. I actually put Halloween as number two. I think Costume Contest has a better story, and I thought that worked better for the episode. I think this is a really funny episode, and it's a really good idea, and executed really well, and the humor works, but I just think um, Costume Contest is just a little better for me. Yeah, I mean, I put Halloween as number one. I think it's, like, the classic episode. I I laughed a lot, and even though the humor's really cringy, I do think it's a really, like, funny, messed-up concept. Like, the idea of having to fire someone dressed up, like, in costumes on a day that's supposed to be like a fun day you know i just think it's in i i really like the earlier seasons too so i think that's probably part of it is because that's when i enjoyed like the humor and the characters the most so that's probably what part of it is as well yeah i i think i put um costume contest as number one over um halloween just because i think i think the story does work really well i think as a whole like the halloween costumes are really good i think the story works really well the humor's good I think there certainly is some nostalgia and, um, you know, a different style of humor that you see in season two. But just for me personally, I think I like the costume contest just a little bit more. Nice. All right. Um, running through them. Five, it employee transfer. Here comes trouble. Spooked. Costume contest. And then Halloween. And then I had number five is employee transfer. Here comes trouble. Spooked. Costume. Oh, sorry. <laughs> employee transfer. Here Comes Trouble, Spooked, Halloween, and then Costume Contest is number one. Yeah. I mean, it was it was fun. Like, some of those episodes I think I've only seen one time. Yeah. Some the of the later seasons. Some of the later ones I think I've only seen once in the right. watch through when we were watching it live. Yeah. I know I'd seen the one in season two a couple of times because we just rewatched a lot of those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting to just do like a specific category, you know, because right. we, like you said, we had so many ideas for different office ones we could do, and we're probably going to do more at some oh, point. Oh, probably. But yeah, it's just interesting to just look at like one component of the show and kind of judge it based off that. 
Yeah, it's also interesting because this covers seasons two through season Mm -hmm. nine. Nine. So we get a whole spread and you can see how characters evolve and change. And I think the tropes like flanderization, where they essentially become a character of themselves. Like you can see that with like Kevin, you can see that with Aaron, you know, you can see Mm -hmm. that with Andy. It was, it was fun. It was fun to go through the different eras, different time periods, different characters and look at it in that way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so next week we're doing another another spooky episode. We are. We also have a guest. We do. It's been a while since we had a guest, so that'll be fun. It's been a couple months. Yeah. Um, so that'll be next week, but if you want to follow us, we have social media. We have Twitter, Instagram. We do not have a website, which Alyssa <laughs> claimed the last episode we had a website. <laughs> we can make a website if you want it. We could make a website. If you, if you are hankering for a website i'm sure hannah could use her web design background and make us a website let us know if you want a website we have our email and uh just email us whatever your heart desires again still no foot fetish pictures no we have no feet no foot we don't want that we don't want anything else well not anything else but but yeah if you have any suggestions you can let us know we've had people reach out to us on instagram telling us things like hey you should look at this you know always appreciated we like having being given suggestions or if you know us in person you can text us or Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know let us know that way however you would like we will see you for the next episode where things get even spookier spooky bye bye we would like to thank joseph mcdade for our intro music He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat.